Welcome to a view from Liftoff Lane. This is Tom Garrity. In almost two weeks, the 49th Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta will launch into the turquoise Albuquerque skies. We have three stories in today's episode. The first, we'll be learning more about the X Marks the Spot. It's a program that is not new to Balloon Fiesta, but it might be new to you if you live in Albuquerque. We'll learn more from Jim Garcia. He's a member of the Balloon Fiesta's board of directors. We will also have a conversation with the Balloon Meister of the world's smallest balloon event, Fiesta de los Globitos. That's right, the remote control balloons will be launching in mass during three of the morning events. We'll talk to Matt McKay, who will tell us a little bit more about that particular event. And we'll have a fun and lively conversation with the hosts of Balloon Fiesta Live, Glenn Moyer and Art Lloyd Jr. They will tell us what to watch for as the program streams all 14 events of the Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta. It is the next best thing to being at Balloon Fiesta in person. The interviews in today's podcasts were recorded during the week of September 13th. Today's air date is September 17th. Do you have any spare bed sheets around the house? Well, if so, you might want to consider fashioning them into a large X on your front yard and let the balloon pilots know that they are welcome to land in your neighborhood. Balloon Fiesta board member Jim Garcia shares a little bit more about this program called X Marks the Spot. So X Marks the Spot, um, we came up with this three years ago after, well, actually it was during the task force uh, that the city council had, Councillor Don Harris had put together uh, a task force to figure out we're losing places for balloons to land. So we wanted to figure out what in the community could we do that could enhance that to make it easier for balloon pilots to land. Um, they have designations where they can't land. They're called PZs and the private zones where you cannot land a balloon. So we thought, well, if we brought the community in, if you're not on the field, you're in somewhere in the city and you might have traffic issues. We may have things that people get grumpy about. And this is a this is a program where we can say, hey, bienvenidos, you know, welcome balloonists, uh, welcome to Albuquerque. Um, uh, the, the pilots that have talked to us about this in the past have said just, just warm greetings about, you know, how cool it was to see the X's all over the city uh, in different places. And it's kind of natural when a balloon lands that whoever's in the community will come rush to the balloon and just to be a part of it and be around of it. It's kind of a neat thing. So we just thought that we would enhance that. Um, and put some some rewards to it. So it came through the Balloon Fiesta Landowner Relations uh, Committee. Uh, so so Balloon Fiesta had uh, the people and the ideas, and then we came up with the idea on the city side, brought in the Hispano Chamber of Commerce, the Associated Contractors of New Mexico, uh, heavy highway uh, people. And so we all got together and we said, hey, we'll, we'll make a program. So the Hispano Chamber came up with the gifts uh, for the... Uh, for the winners, so every day during the nine days, there's one winner, and then we have a community service award that we give out um, to somebody that we think has gone above and beyond uh, to enhance the experience uh, for our guests here. So that's been great. How do people get involved with X marks the spot? That, that Tom, that's a great question. There's 
uh, different ways we can do this. The easiest way is to go to Albuquerque Hispano Chamber of Commerce website. And there's a tab right there on the homepage that will direct you to everything that you will need. And we're going to have X's there already pre-made. They're going to be vinyl 10 by 10 X's uh, that you can just stake out onto your property and have them already made. But, you, you know, really, Tom, you can make your own X. You know, find some sheets, find some things that you can put out that looks like an X. And, you know, you're Gilligan's Island, if you will. You know, save me. But uh, we think that the community is getting involved with this. Uh, two years ago when we had our last fiesta, uh, people really... Um, came together with this event. So now that we have Councillor Bassan and the power of the city council behind us, uh, we think that it's going to be really animated to even a, a bigger level. Almost two weeks from today, September 15th, the 49th event is going to launch from here at Balloon Fiesta Park. How excited are you? How, how excited is the community for this to happen? You know what, Tom? I, I'm going to give you inside baseball on this because uh, on the Balloon Fiesta board, you know, we were really anticipating how we were going to pull this off. That you know, COVID safe practices. How are we going to do this? How are we going to? be in compliance with everything that we needed so people had a safe environment, and we did that. We came up with not only measures, but extra measures on how we we're going to do that. So, Tom, we are really thrilled. We are more than thrilled because we get to have a fiesta this year. And we're putting a little placeholder on that 50th, so we're going to do 49th again, um, and I think this is going to be really a good event. I think people uh, really appreciated what it was, uh, and now that we went through COVID, I think a greater appreciation for how beautiful it is to the city and the community. Get ready for Fiesta de los Globitos. It's a new big, small event for the 49th Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta. Matt McKay is the Balloon Meister for the Remote Control Balloon event. Hello, Matt. Welcome to Liftoff Lane. Hello. Thank you for having me here. You bet. So tell us, what are what's the Fiesta de los Globitos all about? The Fiesta uh, de los Globitos is um, really about kind of uh, getting the younger crowd uh, involved in ballooning. Uh, here we are with a bunch of quarter scale model hot air balloons that function pretty close to the real size balloons. And um, we've ended up getting a whole bunch of these together um, to basically put on a show and entertain and also for education purposes for you know kids and even adults of all ages uh, to be able to kind of get up close and um, really kind of get into the sport of ballooning. This allows you to get a little closer up look at the balloons and how they work just on a smaller scale. Let's talk about the balloons themselves. I mean, you know, we're used to seeing things that are, you know, three, four stories tall, um, with large propane tanks, with large burners. Um, describe what an RC balloon looks like. So again, the RC balloons, um, we're looking exactly how the big ones do just on a smaller scale. Now, a lot of these are, you know, um, going to be either home built or in, um, bought from an actual company. Uh, but you're looking at the same, you know, probably an average height of anywhere from 15 to 35 feet tall. Uh, the baskets themselves are woven just like the big baskets are. Um, burners look exactly like the burners do, just on a smaller scale. Uh, we actually use small propane tanks um, in them as well. We're looking at like, some of them use our little small one pound propane tanks. Uh, we use liquefied propane. Um, again, just like the big ones in their propane, we're just on that smaller scale. Um, and again, you'll see 
Um, home built, again, home built ones, ones that are built from companies, um, all different shapes, uh, a couple of shapes I think we have this year. Um, and again, the fabric is the same as the big boys, uh, still made out of a ripstop nylon. How did you first get involved with remote control ballooning? Well, you know, I, I've been in ballooning probably since I was 10. Uh, my parents flew balloons for uh, quite some time. Uh, they gave up ballooning uh, a while back, probably about 2004. Uh, I never really kind of got back into ballooning at that time. Um, of course, I've always wanted an RC balloon. I could just never have one because my parents didn't want to spend the money on one. Um, so in 2015, I kind of just, you know, got a wild hair and wanted to decide to get into try to make my own RC balloon. And it just kind of went from there. Uh, started with a little home sewing machine and uh, started building. And I've been building them since then. And so uh, let's talk about the events out at Balloon Fiesta. There are three days that are three mornings that they're going to inflate. Um, talk about those days and what our guests can anticipate. So we have the three days. We have uh, Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, and those are going to be in the mornings from, I think we're on the schedule from 7.30 to 10.30. And we're going to be out there. We call it, we call it our little ma uh, mini mass ascension. So um, as soon as the ride balloons take off, uh, we will be coming into their spot and laying out our RC balloons, and we will be setting them up um, within our spaces that we are assigned. Um, again, for people to kind of come up and see them. Um, it'll be kind of spread out. We're going to see kind of how we operate. You know, we'd like to get the, the crowd involved, get them up close, um, obviously, again, to kind of see how they work. Um, again, this is new for us this year. Um, Colorado Springs was one of the first ones that we did an event for. Uh, this will be one of the first ones that's probably going to be our biggest event um, that we do and probably the not probably, but will be the uh, largest number of RC balloons um, in the United States. That's great. And so uh, typically with a hot air balloon, just a full size or, uh, you know, I, I guess is appropriate to call the regular balloons full size balloons. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, you would have a like the pilot, you would have a chase crew of, you know, five or six people. Um, what's the chase crew like and what role do they play with the RC balloons? So with the RC balloons, um, you know, this isn't like your typical, let's say an RC plane or an RC car where you can, you know, take those out with one person and go fly them. Uh, unfortunately, we are kind of like the big ones. You do have to have at least two or three crew members out there with you to help set up your balloon. Um, we do keep these tethered. They do not free fly at this moment. Um, so there's really no chasing involved. Uh, we pretty much kind of keep them around us tethered. Um, again, this is something that has been real big out in Germany. Um, it's been big out there for years. Uh, the one thing that eventually we are gonna, going to try to attempt is the world record of RC balloons, which Germany holds right now with 55. Um, eventually, after we see how this year goes, you know, we could potentially get close to beating that record. Um, and having a worldwide record instead of just a record in the United States. So, you know, when you go back to, again, looking at setting them up, you got your crew members. And again, we, we have them there on the field and we tether them. Uh, we do still follow uh, kind of restrictions, kind of like drones do. We do have to stay under a certain height. 
uh, and we are uh, susceptible to the winds, you know, a lot less than the big balloons, that's for sure. So, you know, we're typically looking ideal conditions, anything four mile an hour or less as far as winds to be able to fly these in. And your role during the event, you are the balloon meister of the RC balloons of Fiesta de los Cuevitos. What, uh, what kind of things are you going to be keeping an eye on in that particular role? So as my role, not only am I part of that, but I will be in and amongst the group as far as flying balloons as well. Uh, my goal is to really kind of put on a safe event for the crowd, you know, being that this is the first event and it is really big. Um, my main concern is safety, uh, obviously, um, but I do really want to put on a show for the crowd. Uh, again, I talked to a lot of people and they, some, you'd be surprised, but a lot of people had no idea that RC balloons even existed. So um, I, I love the I love the the looks on people's faces, you know, when we first get them up, because you know when you tell somebody an RC balloon, you know they're thinking something real small, you know uh, they don't realize how big that these can get. Um, so it really kind of catches their attention. Um, and even when we go to as far as you know we got some balloons, you start putting little stuffed animals in, and every it just really kind of draws the crowd in. They love it, uh, and that's kind of what I'm. That's what I'm into is just really putting on a show for the crowd. Last question for you, uh, for our guests who are really going to be fascinated. And, you know, like you, I think that this is going to be an event that draws people towards the balloons. What would you like the guests to Balloon Fiesta to keep in mind so that they give the balloons proper spacing in, in order to launch? So we're kind of just like the big balloons, you know, we don't want anybody kind of walking underneath, you know, our lines or anything when we're, our balloons are out. Uh, just keep in mind, you know, we, we try to keep that safe area, you know, don't, don't kind of approach any uh, of the balloons unless, you know, you ask somebody or somebody tells you to come up and take a look at them. Uh, we do like to kind of keep those boundaries. Um, we, we are going to try as much as possible to kind of set it up to where we'll have some balloons you know, standing up on the ground or anything like that. If people want to get some photo shots um, or something like that, we will have some areas to where balloons are just standing on the ground and we can have people coming up and taking pictures. Uh, other than that, yeah, it's just the safety, just like the big ones. You know, we need to try to keep our, our distance away and kind of listen to the, the crew and the pilots that are around these balloons. Matt McKay is the balloon meister for the biggest small event at Balloon Fiesta. It's called Fiesta de los Globitos, and it's going to be launching on the first Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday of Balloon Fiesta Week. For more information, visit balloonfiesta.com. We'll have a link in the show notes. Matt, thank you so much for joining us today on Liftoff Lane. Thank you for having me. Balloon Fiesta Live is a live stream of all 14 events of the Albuquerque International Balloon Fiesta. It is the next best thing to being at Balloon Fiesta in person. With multiple and unique camera angles, the program is anchored by Glenn Moyer and Art Lloyd Jr. Both of these gentlemen join us now on a view from Liftoff Lane. Welcome, Glenn and Art. Thanks, good to be here. You bet, Tom. Thanks for having us. You bet. So um, before we jump into Balloon Fiesta Live, share a little bit about how you both got involved with ballooning. I initially got in um, way back in the 70s. Um, I was a, a, a television news reporter in my hometown of Beaumont, Texas, and it was 1976, um, the bicentennial year. 
And uh, a gentleman named Bill Murtorf and a bunch of balloonists in Houston put together a ballooning event for the bicentennial. Um, and I was watching the NBC Evening News one night, saw it on the news and thought, you know, I'd like to do that. So talked to photographer into getting up early and driving the 80 miles from Beaumont, where I grew up, to Houston, uh, to the balloon field. And it was windy. And of course, they weren't flying that morning. But I met Bill Murtorf. Um, use my media savvy to get a balloon ride at a later date, uh, which I did uh, later that year. And I suppose the rest is, is history. I eventually moved from Southeast Texas up to the Dallas area and into Plano, Texas, which has its own very uh, well-established balloon event. And that's when I got involved with the local ballooning club. And um, the rest, as they say, I guess is history. Started crewing and eventually became a pilot. And, and now I'm full of hot air. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about a segue to Art, but Art, how did you get in, involved with ballooning? Well, I was actually a news director of a couple radio stations in Albuquerque back in the 80s. And I think it was 82. And I did one of those public service shows with the board of directors president, who was John Davis at the time, and the balloon maestro, who was Charlotte Kinney. And so kind of got chatting with them about things. And it just so happens that we record that on Thursday and I parted ways with the, with the radio station on Friday. So I went out to Balloon Fiesta on Saturday and started volunteering and they hooked me up with the media committee. And I've been hanging around balloons and things like that ever since. Shortly after that, hooked up with uh, another gal who actually owned a balloon who was doing media she taught me to fly, so I've been around Balloon Fiesta and balloons since 1982. And listening to you both kind of talk about ballooning, you obviously have that firsthand experience, that firsthand knowledge of what it is to be a pilot and to fly in a balloon. Uh, obviously, that's just is really key for sharing that experience with those who have never had that opportunity. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, I've always said I've been announcing ballooning events, including Fiesta, for almost closing in on 50 years, it seems like. Um, and I always tell people, you know, there are a lot of good announcers out there, certainly many that are better than I, but I do have that insider knowledge of ballooning. I was a pilot, flew for 30 years at different locations internationally, as well as all across the U.S., sport, competition, et cetera. And so, you know, don't put me in a, in a rodeo and expect me to be a good announcer. I don't know, you know, the, the business end of a horse or a cow. But I do know the business end of balloons. And so it is that knowledge that makes the difference. I'm not the best announcer in the world, but I do know ballooning. And you put the two together and it, it seems to work well. And art has amazingly, we have a very uh, almost um, a carbon copy in terms of background with each other. Yeah. And it's really amazing when we can kind of predict and, and just take a look at what a balloon is doing or what a pilot is doing. We can look and see and literally predict pretty accurately what they're going to do, where they're going to come down, what they're thinking, because we do know them and we know what it takes to fly that balloon. Now, Glenn, just as a full disclosure, you are also, uh, you, your day job has you pretty much involved pretty heavily with ballooning as well, correct? Well, that's true, Tom. I've been editor of the Balloon Federation of America's ballooning uh, journal, ballooning magazine, as I call it, for uh, 21 years. And prior to that, I did a five-year stint and a couple of extra years beyond that as just a freelance contributor with um, what was Balloon Life magazine. So I'm in the rare position that my, uh, my vocation and my avocation are both uh, heavily involved in ballooning. That's great. Um, Art, why don't you tell us a little bit about how Balloon Fiesta Live came to be? 
Well, we've always had a PA announcer and Glenn, as, as he's mentioned, has been doing it for 30 some years. And um, I joined the stage there um, about six years ago. And we kind of realized, Balloon Fiesta kind of realized that there needed to be a little more coordination between what's going on on the main stage, like with the national anthem, the balloon of the day liftoff and the other launches and what's being said on the PA announcements. We are way far apart from each other and the coordination wasn't as good as it could have been. So I came into the, since I live here, I actually started um, having these conversations about how we could do that better. And we said, you know what, if we're going to do all this coordination, we might as well just put it up as a video feed as well. And so, well, who's going to do that? Well, okay, I can do that. So that's how it started. Just a way to better communicate everything that's going on on the field. And here we are six years later. And Glenn, how would you describe Balloon Fiesta Live to someone who's never seen it? Wow, that's a tough uh, question. Um, it, it's it's very much, I think, like um, watching any sporting event. You know, typically you have, uh, for example, in NFL football, which of course just started this recently, this weekend, um, you have a play-by-play guy and you have a color guy and the two announcers are up there describing, you know, what they're seeing in front of them. And really, Balloon Fiesta Live is very much that way um you know art and i don't divide our duties between you do play by play and i do color we both you know we do both but it's two announcers who are well knowledgeable about the sport describing to people you know what we see and and what's grabbing our attention visually so it's it's essentially play by play of a balloon fiesta i like to tell folks you it's great to come out to the field and witness the event live but then go home and watch the show and see what you missed. Well, let's talk a little bit about that technical aspect art, you know, just kind of continuing along, you know, how, what are the different ways that people can watch balloon fiesta live? Well, you can watch it on um, balloonfiesta.com. There's a page there for balloon fiesta live. It's got all of our past shows, all of the live streams will be there. And, you know, within moments after the live stream is over, then the live feed is now an archived video on demand show. So balloonfiesta.com, perfect place to do it. You can also, while we're doing it live, watch it on YouTube or on Facebook, Balloon Fiesta's channels on both of those social media platforms. And then we actually added a couple other ways to watch it as well. Um, two years ago, we put up a low power TV station at the field. So if you're within about four miles of the field, which includes all the RV parks and folks who live close by, you'll be able to pick it up over the air with an antenna on channel 28. And if you're in Albuquerque and you're a Comcast customer, you'll be able to see it on community access channel 27. So online, over the air, and on cable, we kind of got it all covered. LPTV, low-power television, that's high-tech stuff. That's pretty cool. So when we look at 2021, uh, what, what, what do you have in store for the 49th event? It's like we've waited two years for this to happen. We did. Art, I'll let you take that one. You're the, you're the, uh, the technology behind all of this. I'm just the hot air. Well, it's kind of every year we bring something else back in or bring something together. I mentioned that we had the low power TV station in 2019. 
without an event in 2020, we added the community access channel, channel 27. So this year we have both of them. Something we learned last year under Balloon Fiesta Siesta was how to bring feeds in via video feeds in via Zoom. So we're going to attempt to add additional in-camera balloon video via Zoom to our show this year. We already have one camera that we dedicate to a balloon, and we have another one that's mobile on the field, plus our four static cameras out there. So I think we're going to have even more video angles and even more shots of what it's like to be in a balloon, looking back on the field, looking ahead, looking at everybody else up there. Just a whole lot more things and a whole more, just a whole lot more things to see. Yeah. Last year, Art, the, um, or I'm sorry, Tom, the, uh, the only thing I really contributed was um, being Balloon Fiesta Siesta was my cat Ranger. <laughs> I was broadcasting from here at home, of course, and Ranger became a guest host many mornings. Uh, and we had kind of a lottery on what time during the show was he going to pop up into my lap. So uh, fortunately, Ranger does not travel to Albuquerque, so um, he won't be with us this year. But the technology have to bring a picture. new surprises, I leave that to Art. You'll have to bring a picture, Glenn. We'll just hold it up every so often. Well, we have we have the ones on file of uh, Ranger and I on set last year, so we can toss that in every once in a while. So in addition to Ranger, there are a lot of other folks who are behind the scenes and some of your cohorts or not necessarily co-hosts, but you have reporters as well. Um, give a shout out to those who helped to bring this, make this production a reality. Well, Ruth I'll let Art do the, I'll say, Art, I'll let you do the, the production team. Um, our two reporters Roving Reporters on the Field um, is actually my predecessor as editor of Ballooning. Uh, Ruth was then Ludwig, but Ruth Ludwig Lind, and then Kim Vesley. Uh, they do an outstanding job of bringing us a perspective that, you know, back in the old days, Tom, when it was just myself and um, Tom Rutherford up on the, up on the uh, what we call the super secret announce tower, talking on the PA, we were just kind of up there by ourselves and didn't have any direct contact with what was happening on the balloon field other than what we could see. And uh, both Ruth and Kim bring Balloon Fiesta Live, that amazing element by being able to do interviews with spectators, people who have come from anywhere around the world to see Balloon Fiesta with pilots and crew. So there are on-field reporters, but we have a great production team behind us that makes it work technically. And Art, I'll toss it to you for that. Before I talk about them, let me just add that Ruth and Kim are also longtime balloon pilots and both have broadcast backgrounds as well, True. as do Glenn and I. I mean, we tallied it up. We've got between the four of us something like 120 years of broadcast and ballooning backgrounds behind us. But our production team is Windfire Productions, and they're a, an Albuquerque company. And they bring in uh, a team of about 20 people, not necessarily every single day that they have all 20 there, but they bring in a, a large crew that it's putting on a regular TV show. I already mentioned that we have like, you know, six cameras or more camera angles and the audio that goes with it, being able to feed it to all those locations. It's a full blown TV show that's going on. They bring in a production trailer that makes all of this happen. And it's just, uh, it's pretty amazing how we can pull all this together in this day and age. Just kind of shows you how far the technology has come over the years. Oh, you and the scary thing is, is that both Art and I have a face for radio. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's why they leave the balloons up more than they put our pictures up. And that's why we have Ruth and Kim as well. 
So let's let's talk about the event itself as a from a spectator's perspective. What are some of your favorite events to watch during the nine days of Balloon Fiesta? Uh, Art, why don't we start with you? I love the competition days. To me, it's a mass ascension in reverse. All the balloons are coming at you. And we managed to add the ability to put a live camera with me in the target zone in 2019. So now I'm, I'm there with a camera bringing you all those balloons coming right at you. That, to me, is my favorite days. So that's Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Glenn? Yeah, I'm a lions and tigers and bears, oh my, kind of guy. Uh, special shapes uh, does it for me. Um, I've been there since the very first special shapes rodeo, and uh, it's been amazing through the years to see the the evolution of what a special shape balloon is. And, and there's virtually nothing that can't be turned into a special shape. I'm now convinced of that. Um, and, and so for me, that's the special day. And especially because we have the kids out on those days and you see their faces and, and the, the awe and the amazement of these giant creatures and things they see in hot air. So uh, it's all fun. I enjoy it all, but special shapes is, is my cup of tea. Now, aside from your fantastic perch at the south end of the field. If you didn't have that, where is your favorite place to watch the balloons? And Glenn, why don't we start first with you? Wow, that's a tough question. Um, I, I would say a long concession row because uh, it, right about the mid stage, stage is about midfield. And if you're around that area, you can look as far as you can see left and as far as you can see right and as far as you can see across the field and then up above you and there'll be balloons everywhere. So to me, that's the perfect location. I've told people for years, even pilots, I, I tell a lot of new pilots, don't go the first year to, to fly. Just go and watch because mm. it is such a sensory overload that you just can't take it in. And so... Um, if, if I weren't up on the super secret, you know, announce tower, which is now, of course, our, our beautiful rooftop studio, uh, I'd want to be down about midfield right around the stage because I could see everything in every direction. Art? I would just say I'd agree with mid, mid stage, but I would move out to midfield, especially during the balloon glow. Mm -hmm. Being out in the middle of all those balloons when there is an all burn, the, the light the power, the pressure, the sound. There is absolutely nothing like being in the middle of the field when 300 balloons all hit their burners at the same time. I get chills thinking about that right now. I was at the first balloon glow and that happened to me. And I just, I still remember that. It's just, that's the place to be. If I were, weren't in the middle of the competition or on the roof. And of course, Art, what you don't see in that position now that you know we used to see when all the balloons would light up in an all glow would be the crowd of dust. It, it was like, um, what's a pig pen? The character in uh, the Peanuts comic strip, because yeah. we're on that beautiful grass field now, we don't have that effect anymore. But in the old days, whenever there was the all burn in the globes, there was this huge crowd of dust hanging about burner height all across the field. It's, that's, that's a nice perk that it's actually nice that we've lost that. <laughs> yep. Outstanding. Okay, one more time. Art, let's go to you. Let's tell people how they can tune in to watch Balloon Fiesta Live. Simplest way is balloonfiesta.com. Go to the Balloon Fiesta Live page or check out the Balloon Fiesta's Facebook or YouTube pages. We'll be live there 
starting at 6 a.m. Mountain and 6 p.m. Mountain time. So all the live shows, if there's there's 14 events, 14 sessions, I should say, will be live at 6 a.m., 6 p.m. for all of those. That's the easiest way to catch us live uh, on the website. And, of course, if you've got the over-the-air TV stuff, Channel 28 over-the-air, Channel 27 on Comcast. Art Lloyd Jr. and Glenn Moyer, thank you so much for joining us. We look forward to seeing you both on Balloon Fiesta Live come October 2nd. Thanks, Thanks Tom. Tom. Looking forward to it. One of the best ways to engage the Balloon Fiesta Live team is on their Facebook feed. A special thanks to Art Lloyd Jr. and Glenn Moyer, the hosts of Balloon Fiesta Live, for joining us on today's episode. Also, thanks Matt McKay and Balloon Fiesta board member Jim Garcia for joining us on Liftoff Lane as well. This episode was dropped on September 17th, only 14 days before the 49th event launches. Can you believe it? Well, during the event, we're going to have daily updates that will provide an insider's perspective of what's happening at Balloon Fiesta Park each day of the event. Thank you for listening, and please be sure to rate us wherever you get your podcasts. This is Tom Garrity. See you soon in Albuquerque.